Jesus. God. Was that real? Cody, that wasn't me. <laughs> I just know that animalistic behavior of the shrimps and just assumed it was real. Uh, I want the audience to guess. That's, that's what I want them to do. Because I saw who it was, because I can see the screen over here, but they couldn't see it. <laughs> oh, no. It was drive through. It was not me. Uh, oh. Hello. Uh, welcome to oh. Shrimp Hours 42? 41, I think. 41? Let's check. 41. 41. 41. Yeah, I know. Uh, hi. Uh, I'm Drive Through. Rusty's here. Slap's here. Cody's here. Ben's here. Yeah, who who has driven the number forty one? I wonder. Uh, Jamie Spencer. Yeah, welcome back. Ryan Priest, the dude who almost obliterated Reed Sorensen soul yesterday. Slap! What's in that boot? That looked flat as all hell. Hmm. What? No, no you, just, you just you just pour it right, and yeah. you don't get ahead. Yeah, as long as you don't pour it like Hillary Clinton, and you just pour it straight down to where it's like... Look, it's Heineken 0.0. .0. <laughs> <laughs> uh, got him. Got him. Yeah. With the hernias, with the hernias, I got to watch my alcohol intake. All right, so it's Heineken 0.0. <laughs> Fair enough. So you got to drink the real stuff. Yeah. Mm. Doctor's orders. Nah. Is it actually? Do they actually say don't drink? Yeah, is it like don't drink to the point of excess. They limited me to like three beers a day. Oh no! <laughs> I was like, well, what if I just get like Heineken zero zero? He's like, yeah, it's, it's fine. It doesn't have any alcohol, and it. it's just carbonated soda water. It's flavored <laughs> like beer anyway. No, you should say, why the fuck would you want to drink that? <laughs> That's the <laughs> That's correct response. Uh, all right, first segment. Uh, NASCAR sucks, um, but the <laughs> Xfinity Western series doesn't. Rubbish. Arca sucks. Uh, a surprise to absolutely no one. Um, everyone just sat in line and uh, Venturini car won, and it wasn't interesting at all. That's sad um, because it was so good at Daytona, dude. Like, guys are up there mixing it up. There's like they one wrecked. big pack. Once they know. took out the Venturini guys, everyone could actually race. Well, once they took out just... uh, the goat, Van Alst, it was all, it was Jover. Yeah. Dang, it looked Tough. like he took out himself from that replay, so. I didn't actually see the wreck, so. I'll take your word for it. Um, I did watch all of the Xfinity race, though, which I'm glad because yeah. that was the race to watch this weekend. Every week. Every week. Um, it, yeah, it's it's like, okay, I've been busy a lot on Sundays, but I've had, like, pretty clear Saturdays, so I've just been watching Xfinity, and it's been a great experience. Um, which is unfortunate because I was always memeing on the NASCAR ads that say, hey, watch the Cup Series, and I'm like, who would watch Xfinity but not the Cup Series? Me. I'm that guy yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, genuinely, the race was fantastic. They were all over the place. Uh, Blaine Perkins flipped his dick off. Um, Dude, that, was, that was nuts. Dude, yeah, right walked after away. That what happened, a legend. I was napping. I've just been tired as hell these last few weeks. I was napping during the race. And I didn't have my phone on me. Nothing in particular woke me up. I just kind of, like, kind of jumped awake. The energy went, was went and checked my universe. phone, which was in a different room. And that wreck had literally just happened. It was my shrimp <laughs> sixth sense that had alerted me that a blow over had happened. It felt the force. <laughs> it was either that or it was your phone going off because we went nuts no, in the group. No, chat. My, my phone was like on my couch and I was just napping in my bed and it was on silent. No, it's not like my phone Damn. was going off and that's what woke me up. It was it was the sixth sense. I knew a blow over. You, you know, there was a ten out of ten race right there. <laughs> 
Dude, that was yeah. a great flip. It's been it a long a, time since a, we've seen a flip that good. It was a 20 out of 10 race, thanks to Daniel Hemmerich's Tony Stewart-esque block in that yep. second big one. Then he got himself upside down. We got two flips in one race. Love to see it. Yeah, me and Cody are just like, come on, two flips in one race. And then they're coming down there towards the end. You're like, yo, okay. And we see him like go up like on his side, like, oh, keep going, keep going, keep going. And then he took out the camera. As I was panning across, it took out the camera. I was like, yeah. holy <laughs> shit, that car is upside down. <laughs> Dude, that was a great sound, too, on that live shot when the camera yeah. gets taken out. Yeah. That was a great wreck in general. Just so much smoke all across the track. And we yeah. got a somewhat goofy winner, too, in Jeb Burton, because he was one of like two working cars at the end there. Shout out to Jordan to... Anderson Racing in their first win. That scoring loop nonsense to give him the lead just oh man. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I mean we're trying to be a hero recently with these late blocks. <laughs> Never try to be a hero. Um speaking of late blocks, uh Cup Series also happened. Uh I didn't watch it because I was out of town. <laughs> this is what, what is I thought of the cup. Is it gonna focus there you go oh, two hours and 35 sleeping? minutes of me sleeping through it <laughs> oh, oh god he got receipts <laughs> he's got receipts did you, did you at least catch the last 30 laps because those were pretty hot the last 10 <laughs> laps i woke up oh no like that that said 8 p.m so what time did the race end? It, it took an hour to finish the last, I think, 12 laps. <laughs> like, oh, my yeah. God. And shout out to Bubba Wallace somehow possibly outdoing Daniel Hemmerich as far as terrible blocks go. Uh, no, he went for three numbers. blocks. One, two, three. I don't know. He, he On his cranked friend it, of all cranked people, it back too. right. And yeah, he was blocking Blaney Dude. of all people and then turned himself yeah. and caused the huge one. That was I'm not good. I'm telling you, we're still inches away from Blaney's supremacy. I believe it. I'm projecting it <laughs> through the podcast. It's going to happen. I feel like Bubba has this tendency to just get ham-fisted and just make horrible decisions. Like when he tried to right-rear that guy at Vegas last year. Like every time the pressure's on, he just goes and does something weird. Right-rear that guy. That guy, like Al Larson guy. Yeah, he's that got guy. That Ross, yeah. He's got that Ross Chastain mentality. He just that kinda... guy from the yeah. Outlet podcast. He just lets his just his just chaotic energy take over like, yeah. while he's behind the wheel, and sometimes it gets the better of him. To be fair, that Ross Chastain move, I think, was that was that fair. was it not was on Noah. Chastain. Yeah, that was on Noah. Noah yeah, that went on, up. That was on Noah. The spot was uh, there. He took it, and Noah came down and spun himself. And if you might have been closer, spotter just, error, if you look close, yeah, it could have been spotter error at the aerial. Chastain's like being pushed by Larson like that entire time. I don't know if he had any other choice other than to go in that gap. That almost reminded me of that Martinsville finish way back when with uh, Boyer yeah. and Boyer uh, and Newman, where he was being shoved by Newman and basically had to go for the gap and then took out Gordon. Like that's kind mm -hmm. of Chastain. Like he was being shoved by Kyle Larson. If he didn't go for that gap, I think he was going to get dumped by Larson there. I'm sad just... only because uh, we don't get to watch Slap eat three Baconators. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the bet I'd made. Three Baconators if Gregson wins. Which well, saves me like 30 bucks because Baconators are expensive. Probably 3,000 calories. That can't be good for your hernias. No. <laughs> those Baconators, got, they got a long distance to go those ways. <laughs> go that water slide route. Yeah. And out. <laughs> you know those water slides that go like in and out of the building? <laughs> It's got to go down one of those. We stretched out the old intestines a little bit. They're making a couple mm. of detours. 
track reconfiguration. They're, uh, oh, no. It's they're it's an air cooled configuration. They're <laughs> <laughs> when are you getting those when are you getting those taken out again? I I know I asked you May like five 5th. times. May Two weeks. go de Mayo. No uh, no tacos for me that day. Unfortunate. Uh, Do you have to go on a fast during that? Uh, I, I can't eat anything before, and then afterwards, I don't know. So I'm guessing it's got to be like a colonoscopy where you're peeing out of your butt for like a week straight. Like, yeah, they make you eat the God. fucking lemon jello. You know, from experience. <laughs> well, this this is like the super like minimally invasive like robot type stuff. So they say they're gonna make uh, two incisions and fix all three hernias. Robot. Yeah, you'll probably work? only have like two small Ooh, holes thirst. into your stomach. Yeah, robots. How do, how do you fix Some... three like outbursts with two cuts? <laughs> uh, at robots, man. It's uh, <laughs> two small holes incisions that they make. They stick. Oh, the... and then they go do 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 do. Yeah, they're gonna use one of the incisions right. and reach in and pull part of it back so it stops. It's like not coming out anymore. They're gonna. <laughs> they're gonna. Take a little hernia, like pop them back in. Give me the mesh corset, and it's gonna be all good. <laughs> can we can we talk about robots? By the way, where are the Boston Dynamic robot dogs gonna come? Like do this surgery for you? What the hell? Oh, you see the one that responded to a. It worked for the uh, fire department of New York, and uh, it got on the job. See, that's and they cool. Sent, they sent it in to go look for those people, and when that uh, parking garage fell. And oh, I made it like two I... feet inside the rubble and fell over, and it couldn't get back up. Oh, oh no! Jesus Christ! That's what you, they, they get for painting it up like a Dalmatian. Like, come on! Yeah, they did paint it up like they painted it white with black spots, like <laughs> a Dalmatian. They? Maybe that's what yeah. they did. They covered up the sensor so it just fell over. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. I did see a thing on Twitter going around now that the police have them in New York. I saw a guide of like how to shut one off. You like yeah. reach under its belly and pop the battery out with like. You just grab the handle and go for it. Or just, be careful those legs, though. It'll snap your yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah. Don't get your fingers fucking popped off in the. Yeah, and inst instead of mace, you could just use like spray paint. Just cover up the sensors. Just know what to look for. Or just walk to the side of it and just kick it over. Kick it into the nearest <laughs> pond or fountain. Now they got training against getting kicked. I've seen the videos. Just have a pile uh, of EMP grenades just stashed somewhere. As you do. I know where to get those in GTA. You got to find the guy in the van. Uh, okay, we gotta do some Dripper Drown real quick. I have, actually, a few things to talk about before we get through Dripper Drown. Um, first of all, Pitbull's coming out with a Trackhouse album. Yeah. His next album, I don't know how many songs are gonna be on it, but presumably a lot in this day and age. Uh, it's called Trackhouse, and it has the Trackhouse cars on it. And, they got the Trackhouse designer to design it! Kyle nice. Sykes! Hell yeah. Uh, Wisconsin's very own. Shout out. This is a really cool opportunity. And I saw a bunch of comments, which I completely agree with, talking about how Trackhouse just does a better job of promoting NASCAR than actual NASCAR does. Yeah. Uh, so shout out to Pitbull, shout out to Trackhouse. It's all Chase Elliott. <laughs> I'm um, be it's always been Chase Elliott. I'm going to be slightly disappointed if Ross and Chastain and Daniel Suarez don't have at least a couple bars on this album. They better have their own. <laughs> yes. I, I thought it was oh. like announced that Daniel Suarez does have like an appearance on here. Oh, really? Oh, that'd be oh, sick. Is it going to be like a terrible NASCAR uh, person has a blue check mark, album. but then again, any swinging dick with eight bucks can get a blue check oh, mark. We'll so. talk about that in a bit. Mm. There's, there's a, there'll be a bit about that. Um, all right, a couple other preliminary dripper drowns. Cody sent me this from Bowman Gray. It's yeah. a modified 
sponsored by Q104.1, the radio station, and uh, that's the number. Yeah, I figured that was relevant. It's just, we were it's just the logo the on the episode. side of the car. <laughs> yeah, we Shout all pop that. Kevin says think... yes.com, whatever that is. <laughs> we're guess, thinking yeah. nobody's ever run a radio station as the door number before. I've seen I've seen the the Timberwolves mascot do it, but I've never seen a race car do it. Yeah. Oh, there well, was I mean, a what street stock at Greenville Pickens that uh, ran a 101 number because that's the Brock's uh, radio station over here. WROQ Rock 101. Mm. This might be the first car number I've ever seen that has a decimal point in it. I'll say quadruple too. <laughs> like, yeah. Four, yeah. Four, like five characters. <laughs> Although, Cody, didn't you send me a car that was the, the quadruple seven? Last oh, week. I did, I don't think I screenshotted it. Shoot. How do you, yeah, how do you set the show up on the scoreboard, though? Don't know. Uh, I guess you have to watch some you Bowman don't. Gray stuff. I got another <laughs> picture from Bowman Gray. Shout um, out to that Bowman Gray 200 lap race, though. It took uh, three hours to do 200 laps around a quarter mile track. <laughs> <laughs> I got another picture from Bowman Gray. Laps. Uh, Eric Messer, core photographer, sent this one in. Um, yeah, you may recognize. We I will even brought this up in the show. I don't even think mm. this was tweeted out. The camo bullet. I think it was the number ten or eleven. They turned it into. It was the number tape. eleven. Okay. Did they yeah. they put numbers on this car eventually? Yeah. What we're talking was, about is orange uh, duct tape. Yeah, it was orange this is, tape. It's Travis's car. <laughs> this yep, is yeah, has late car. model from Hickory, which they sold, uh, and I think it got it changed hands a few times and it ended up popping up at Bowman Gray Stadium, and Eric Messner, who's the photographer of the track, was like, "Hold on, I recognize that." That is and pretty Travis cool is like, that yeah, Travis is grinding up there, yeah. Um, apparently it ran like Dookie, though, so unfortunate. Out to uh, Bowman Gray Stadium, they did a uh, a repave, and they have these cool, cute little drainage things and little turtles down there. Oh, they do have like little rumble strips along the bottom. Dude, it looks so much better but, than it used to. Yeah, they look like Gray looks legit. How did the like oil Mexican speed bumps? And the stands were full, like it sold yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Watch yeah, I think I think there were more there. people there than there were at that uh, Cleveland Guardians game that we were watching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Subscribe to Flow Racing for more great motorsports content. My dad just sent me a text. He said you may want to turn the game on. Uh oh. Uh-oh. Are the leaves coming Uh-oh. back? Are they Are coming back? back? I might have to pull this up. Hold on. They were down four one when we last Holy watched. <laughs> Why? They only scored. They only scored one. Come on. Oh. Why is he uh, teasing right. us? Why is he teasing us? Yeah, that's, that's that's just it permanently optimistic right. Leafs fan uh, like oh we are so bad yeah. <laughs> actual dripper drown uh Kyle Bush who apparently won this race in a McLaren number eight uh not the <laughs> McLaren you're thinking of though it's McLaren custom grills and it's got smoke all over the car and it's kind of sick it is drip and apparently, it's got a big old barbecue the win, on the side after the win the McLaren website crashed because so many people went to it it was down for like a day I, it's yeah. like a it's like a big green egg, except if it was red. I'd um, also like to point out the design is the nose of the car. They're using like this teeny little like racing stripe style area to put product or something on it. Like Wendy's which did is it. great. There's it's a couple awesome. other cars that did it. Like, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. That's yeah, Wendy's got, car, or did we do that last week? We did. Uh, barbecue yeah. on the front, barbecue on the side, huge logo, a little bit of yeah. smoke everywhere to tie it all in. Great car. That's a drip. This might be Kyle Busch's yep. best eight car. I'm thoroughly impressed that he's come in and done significantly better in his first 10 races in RCR than he's done like the last couple of years at Joe Gibbs. 
He's got one more win than either. Joe Gibbs has the season. I gotta yeah. say, I, I didn't see that coming. I thought he was gonna come in and struggle. I didn't. I thought no. RCR was yeah, especially with RCR not struggling, no, but like still like a mid. But that eight car was starting to win races. Like yeah, it was getting should've... good right before he got in the car. That's fair. Uh, all right. Yeah, next Reddit, up, Riddick really did a lot for that team to turn him around. Yeah, oh, thank you. Um, so Chase Briscoe ran this. a special Mahindra car. That had what? Tony on the side. What did they do to That's my Tony? Boy? What did in they a do house to my boy? <laughs> it looks like Tony's in front of a garbage pile. It does. So they call him the old goat, and he's got a teacup, and there's a pile of like mail behind him. Rusty, do you know the story behind this? Because I certainly don't. They yeah, they've been homeless. Yeah, they have an advertising campaign where Tony's in like a big uh I don't even know what you call this excavator thing with a bunch of fan mail in it, and it's apparently weight loss tips. Anyways. I don't understand the design in general, how they tie in the old goat. They got merch for it. They got everything. I think they're just trying to get some fan engagement, get people excited about Tony being a part of the 14. Uh, but I mean, I that is kind of cool. I like that. Tony's still being connected to the 14 choose. car. I mean, no, he, he owns it and all, but specifically him and the 14 car is kind of cool. I like, especially this thing running around on track. That looks kind of Tony Stewart like, doesn't it? Yep, yeah. Red 14 vibes. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought of. I just kind of think it's like it's a little weird though. Like you're Chase Briscoe, like you're the driver, but now we're gonna plaster this old retired driver all on. Yeah, car. but he owns the car and he put Briscoe in it, and he's a legend. Wait, so you're and, gonna you know, put a picture of Jimmy Johnson on the no <laughs> drag car? That's a good yeah. Point. <laughs> yeah, I'll do it again. No, yes. no, no, no. I mean, that would be better than putting Jimmy Johnson in his own car just so we can run dead ass. No, put it all over uh, Bowman's car. Let's just have yeah. a Bowman's paint scheme from now on, just Jimmy Johnson's face on the side. Anyway, not sure if it's a drip, just something interesting. Can we point out how Ross Chastain and uh, Kyle Bush's cars were like identical from far away. Like that was like a spotter's nightmare. Oh yeah, because he had the red the moose. black moose. Yeah, yeah. The moose. Um also Bubba ran this fish car, which I'm sure everyone saw because he wrecked up the lead at the end in typical Bubba fashion. Um I don't know, these Columbia fish cars have always been weird, but with the, the new horrible numbers that 23XI has been running, it's just worse. So, yeah, don't they know. don't look good on the broadcast. Oh yeah, yeah. look, we were talking about the uh, cry on the uh, front bumper. So there's a uh, for the Wait. Camry logo. That's carry. It's a carry. But the, yeah, R- the end it's fell a off. Cry at one point, we thought they had fucked with the logo. If Steve Lovender documented it in a thread. It started. Oh okay. You got a screen grab every time a letter fell off, and then it was Are the A. So it's a cry at one point. Then it's a Are CR. you telling me that the 23xi wrap installers did a bad job? It was funny. Seems like oh, yeah. we were talking about that at uh while the race was going on. Cause I first noticed it when it said cry. And I thought it's like, did they do that on purpose? Is that like something that Bubba did <laughs> like on purpose? The Where I could do like the like the shh thing, like to like basically as like a shut up to the haters, like if he were to win the race. But then I we went back and saw or even before we went back and saw I was like, what are the odds that this just wasn't another twenty three eleven rap job? And lo and behold, yeah. yeah. Well, speaking uh, of the wrap design, right below the two, you can see the wraps coming off. Oh, no, yeah. that's just no, that's the Camry shape. They have a little bump in like it's going up to me. What is that? <laughs> what a, there's a bump in the side skirt there. Yeah. What does PFG stand for? Performance fishing gear, according to oh, the hood. Okay. Come on, Cody. Protect what you love by fishing. 
Um, okay. Xfinity series, real quick, real quick, real quick. I didn't, I watched the entire race. I did not notice that they ran purple splitters and spoilers in the dash for cash, guys. Kind of cute, kind of weird, not the playoffs. Uh, um, reminds me of the uh, Winston 5, yeah. 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 Which I guess, you know, is kind of the ideas based on. Um, oh, I forgot to bring up another example of this, but they actually improved the, the Brandon Jones car this week. Um, they oh, changed. Well, easy to. Well, it depends on the logo on the hood. Oh, uh, you yeah, know, I, I guess I they. I don't know what that is. I might be yeah, stupid. No. Nobody does. I thought they changed this, but they actually didn't. All right, never mind. Uh, it's this is actually a drown. It's the turtle wax uh, logo, but it doesn't DT. say on it. So. Oh, it is. It is uh, turtle wax. Okay, yeah, I see a little top hat. DT. It is what? four three. Uh, in the Maple Leafs game, they are down I'm one. Left. What? With four minutes left. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. He might have to leave. The <laughs> don't don't give we him hope. Edit podcast. <laughs> no, I'm not editing shit. Entertain the people. I'm just gonna pull it up another tab right here. Ah, you gotta leave reaction. us. You gotta go watch. Those yeah, watching in the future will know the outcome. Pull it up on the second monitor. Yeah, so uh, people watching the podcast, this is now the hockey segment. <laughs> the Leafs have been fucking it, and they've been leafing it, as in they win game three, and they're going to lose game four. They are down by three goals when we started recording, and now they're only down by one, which is kind of cute. So I'm going to pull it up, uh, <laughs> and I'm just going to hide it goal, make sure on this other monitor. All right. I'm actually, I'm going to put it on this. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. I'll continue Dripper John while we, uh, while we do that, though. <laughs> uh, also, uh, I think these are both... Oh, my God, it's 4-4. Four, four. Ah! Uh-oh. <laughs> they just tied it. Oh. Holy shit. Bring it up. We got to watch this now. Bring we we got to shut the podcast. <laughs> shut it down. Can we edit the show? Can we put it in one of the, the stream boxes? Yeah, can, we, can we put it in one of the boxes? <laughs> Are you I'll sure, Cody? Fucked. That'll yeah. get you taken down, but we can certainly react. No, no. Blur it. Blur and post. I'm not editing yeah, use the YouTube blur. blur. <laughs> uh, I think I can actually play audio without the people hearing it, though. Great. But you guys can't see it because I'm already streaming this. What if we pause the podcast until this game ends? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll come back. But it also Wait. might go to like quadruple overtime. Oh, yeah. It might last fucking Let's 60, keep it going. 60 just, minutes. Just, we'll keep right. Let's just go and... Just have it on in the background. And then yeah. if they win, you can fucking pop off. All right. Drip or drown. Uh, I like the, the, this 19 car is a drip. I talked about this uh, when they first announced it. But it just looks sick on track with the angled hood logo. That is. I and like the uh, the spike on the side. I don't know. It looks great. This, it's simple. This, it's clean. Yeah. It's like iconic. Like the old Rockwell automation car. I love it. Reminds that me of uh, Harrison Burton's Dex car. Oh, those are bad. Yeah. But like cleaner. Like there's less going on, but everything is great. I'm a fan. That's Kyle Williams, right? Uh, yes. Mm. Kyle I don't. Williams. I, I don't know if the John Hunter Nema truck car is Kyle Williams, Nema but truck. I also really like this. Um, Nema Xfinity. I didn't, Nema truck. I didn't think I would, but it's just a big blue blob on the front and a big red blob on the side, but it kind of looks cute. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I know there's been a lot of dripper drown here, but 
uh, oh. the Ryan Ellis car. I looked at the renders and I was like, eh, I don't know. It kind of yeah. looks like a bad hot sauce car, but then on track? On track. Yeah, I was say on track. Dude, this photo is also sauce. sick, but man. I know, but I mean, it looks like the Louisiana hot sauce cars because they were red, yellow, and black, but this is Canes. Uh, anyways, That's car looks sick. You got a career best finish. Uh, and even the, I think the CEO of Canes was tweeting about it, so that's really cool. Mm. I've never had Canes before, and I need to. It looks good every time I see. You. I I've heard nothing. Canes is all right. Uh, Zaxby's I've is better. Heard things that aren't oh, good. I haven't had either, so I need to try both next. Zaxby's better. I will. I would. I would, I, would, I will die on that hill. All right, I'm coming. Not a fan. Uh, in me. Okay, real quick. Go uh, cook up. Dexter Stacy, who is a. <laughs> Pinty's back marker. I, I mean this with with nothing but love, but he's a Pinty's back marker. <laughs> he's like that. That's not a high level of, of racing, and he's a, he's a, near the bottom of it. Shout out to Dexter Stacy. Cool to see a Canadian get a ride in Talladega uh, with that pedigree. Yeah, well, yeah. In the uh, the MBM number sixty six with recap recovery drink, he made the race. Um, teammate, uh, non-Canadian Jason White in the, the B-dubs number 13, which is just oh, the franchise yep, of Buffalo yep. Wild Wings, not the whole ass corporate restaurant. Uh, American Jason White did not make the race. Um, so but they- the Buffalo Wild Wings once and they ran out of wings. Well, MBM had, you know, they're, you know, they're trying For to like show off the big years, sponsor, even though it's a franchise. Um, and the then their little car made the race. So they just take the hood from one car <laughs> and you put it on the other car. <laughs> so Dexter Stacy ran the 66 with a Buffalo Wild Wings hood, lost it, bounced off the wall, and sent Blaine Perkins into one of the greatest flips of all time. So shout out to Dexter Stacy. Isn't that what they did with uh, Ross Chastain when he missed the race with Collig in Daytona and they had to like scramble mm -hmm. at the last minute and they took like Jeff Green's ride and they like literally yeah. took the wrap off and threw it on, the, on Jeff Green's yeah. car? And then as part of the deal, Collig then ran that sponsor that they took off of Jeff Green's car in one of their races and AJ drove the car and fucking won. Hmm. Check out Dripper Drip so, DT. Pretty sick. Uh, oh, we got late submissions. Damn. It's the. Uh, I found an updated photo of the Moonhead late model and how it ended. Oh, that, no. Like, no. It was the, it was the number oh, 10, no. by the way. Trouble. Uh, okay. Let me find this. I'm lost. I'm lost in the sauce now that I got the Leafs game up. <laughs> um, See, if this is a Wolves game, I'd be out of here. Like. <laughs> or screaming the whole time, like, yeah. oh, it's dead. Yeah, you're asking how is that oil broke? pan is working, but uh, oh, it's, uh, it's smoking. How did the oil pan hold up? <laughs> That's the real question. Oh, it's it's not looking good. That's a busted radiator, or not? Yeah, that thing is busted broke, front suspension. Broke. That's those oh, that was number ten, yeah, was eleven. Yeah, it looks like the rear suspension's like. Pushed in dude, that whole car, dude. That's a tough. <laughs> Damn. Has Travis responded to this? No. Uh, yes. He yes. He quote tweeted it. That's how I saw it. Oh, he just said I'm down. Okay. Uh, okay. One last thing for Dripper Drown. Uh, <laughs> Joe Gibbs uh, Racing has revealed fuck Christopher Bell's Mac Tools paint scheme in this tweet. I'm surprised they haven't deleted the tweet. <laughs> it is a blank white square with an off-center render of a terrible-looking car. 
Uh, hashtag NASCAR, hashtag new look, hashtag Mac tools. Imagine spending thousands and thousands of dollars to get your sponsor on the car and it looks like this. And then they reveal it like this. Like some social media intern definitely got a PNG of a render in an email and was like, oh, that's cool. I'll tweet that from my iPhone. And then it ended up like this. <laughs> oh. Yikes. Hey, it's to tough. The B team, I, mean, I respect the B team. I mean, yeah, this is one of the biggest teams in the sport, and this is this you're is, right. This you're is right. Social you're, media. You're right. You can't. You can't be doing that. Uh, we got 22 seconds left in the game, unless we go to overtime, and it's tied. Shots are tied now, so Leafs have actually come back, and we're so unbelievably uh, back. <laughs> so what happens if we win this? We're going to Memphis. If we win this, <laughs> I'm picking you up. Picking you up. <laughs> if we win this, we're going to Boston to get clapped there. <laughs> but this would put us up three-one, which we've only squandered once recently, I think. Slap mentioned earlier he went to a Buffalo Wild Wings and they ran out of wings. Can we mention how both Rusty and I apparently <laughs> recently went to an Arby's and they ran out of roast beef? Po Post-pandemic, <laughs> too. Like, recently, they just no ran excuses. out of roast beef. Yeah, just... How do you do that? Uh, That's tough. All right, uh, next segment of the show is I try to keep this on the rails while also watching a hockey game. Um, uh, what's What's Twitter doing? Uh, being weird again. <laughs> Um, uh, Rusty, Twitter... we're talking about that karaoke challenge. It, it's, it's, I think, uh, I think we saved that video. for the end for crazy ass videos. <laughs> I don't think we can show that. Right, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when uh, we get activities. there. Um, that's the end of the game. No, I mean, that's the end of the regulation. <laughs> All right. Uh, Pop my Twitter's off. being weird. Um, pop my what? Oh, never mind. I forgot you had other things to mention first. Yeah. I thought we it oh, took it's, everyone's it's, check marks away, including like massive celebrities. Uh, nobody paid for blue. It didn't work. And so we started uh, paying for celebrities. On yeah. Then they just started giving them back. But it's still when you click on the check marks, it still says like they're subscribed to Twitter Blue, and then actual celebrities are being like. Oh, I'm not like what is this oh did, did you guys get the uh notification that says oh you can subscribe to Elon Musk's tweets for like five dollar or twelve dollars a month for like exclusive content or whatever yeah it was if know. someone who and, and then you follow Elon Musk, subscribed Elon or Musk something fucking tweeted out that he's getting a hundred and twenty five thousand dollars per month off of that that's BS God. because it's all the... crypto nerds gotta fund SpaceX somehow because someone yeah, did you've got to rebuild that launch pad somehow. The net positive of Twitter Blue accounts was like nothing. No, he's talking about subscriptions. No, we're talking about subscriptions. Like you can subscribe to like a verified account and get like exclusive tweets or whatever. And so you pay Elon Musk like five dollars a month for that on top of your eight dollar blue check mark. Stop giving the billionaires your money. They will not be your friends. They will feed you to the yeah. wolves. They will shoot your grandma in the face for a dime. <laughs> <laughs> they are evil they people. Will, They're ontologically they evil. Humanity. <laughs> yes. Eat the bugs. They'll get the Boston Dynamics <laughs> robot dogs and come after you. Oh, yeah. Listen, I I blocked Elon Musk on Twitter and it was free. And now I get to see less, which is a win-win. 
Oh, and Elon Musk also uh, uh, leaked a bunch of like Twitter information. And apparently um, if you get too many people to block you, like the site just automatically shadow bans you. So if you don't like somebody, instead of like retweeting them, saying this person's dumb, this person's like racist or whatever, just mute, block. If if enough people do it, it'll basically shut down that account. You'll never have to. No one will ever have to listen to that person ever again. So that's what Damn. I've been doing. I've been like, people I don't like, people that post the stupidest fucking shit you've ever heard in your life. My the man. fucking Nick Adams freaking <laughs> <laughs> sensitivity oh, training. Yeah, that blocked him. Best decision of my life. I never have to listen to that freaking dumbass ever again. Hmm. They put a thing on my screen. I have, like, they slapped this verified organizations yep. thing on this yep. side. It's so annoying. Yeah, I got that too. Like, Twitter Blue is bad enough, and it's like, hey, would you like to pay a thousand dollars per month? <laughs> and then it just gives you a subscribe and pay button? Like, do you know no, the no, audience? No, no, somebody, somebody fucking uh, uh, posted that they spent a thousand dollars. That's not guaranteed. That's just to be considered. They don't have to give it to you. Yeah, that's just the application. So you can pay a th- Elon Musk a thousand dollars and still not get your golden check mark, <laughs> bro. No refunds. No refunds. And then it's another thousand dollars every month. Impersonation defense: a thousand dollars per month plus tax. <laughs> God damn. That's tough. Shout out to Twitter. Uh, and they, they want to tell you the billionaires will, you know. Uh, efficiently allocate resources and money where it needs to go. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, don't, like, n- nobody should be a billionaire. Like, that's not a thing that, like, should happen. Let alone uh, get sympathy. All right, quick life weirdos. hack to become a billionaire. First, make a million dollars, then do that for the next 1,000 years, you're in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's what's Twitter doing. Just put that into perspective. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, or your that, dad own an emerald mine in South Africa, you know, whatever works for mm-hmm. you. Yeah, and then just pretend you made stuff. Uh, all right, it's time for Slap's crazy ass moments in history. Slap, where the hell are we going this week? All right, first off, I want to show off my drip California Dream in North Hollywood, 1997. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> he bought a shirt with the. That's the photo, merch. isn't it? That's the one where we're like, wow, it's a sick photo. So, uh, yeah, I, I was, like, looking like, like this guy on uh, Twitter called uh, Brucey Chicky. He's got, like, a bunch of, like, military surplus stuff. So he had, like, this shirt. And I was like, I got to fucking get that for the podcast. <laughs> but uh, we're not talking about North Hollywood in 1997 <laughs> today. We're talking about another guy. Uh, it's pretty rare that somebody ever has to fight for two armies. Luckily for this guy, this guy was fighting on the same side, but two different armies across two different continents. He ended up fighting for both the United States Army and the Soviet tanker corps. Let's talk about Jumpin' Joe Barrel. Jumpin' Joe. It's time for Slap's Crazy-Ass Moments. That little uh, whomp at the end always gets me. (laughs) 
So uh, Jumpin' Joe was born August 25th, 1923. Uh, he was born in Michigan, moved down to Toccoa, Georgia, and uh, he wasn't that far away from Fort Benning, where uh, the 101st Airborne is trained at and operates out of. And so he wanted to go into the, the Airborne, be part of the Screaming Eagles. And so uh, he ends up enlisting as soon as the war breaks out, uh, gets with them. Uh, undergoes training, uh, did some secret covert stuff in France, delivering gold to the uh, French resistance uh, in early 1944. Spicy. Uh, but uh, he, he was part of Operation Overlord. And if you ever watched Band of Brothers, you know, the 101st Airborne. Those were the first guys in before people got on the boats for on D-Day to, you know, land at Omaha Beach. They dropped the 101st Airborne behind the lines. Uh the Army Air Force had been making you know, false drops and false bombing runs for years, you know, basically trying to get the Germans to lull into this sort of routine of like, oh, it's just another drill. This was no drill. They dropped about uh, 100,000 dudes behind enemy lines, and they're uh, just over there just wreaking havoc. He was on his C-47. He was, uh, since he was a sergeant, he was one of the first guys out of the plane uh, his guys got thrown to the wind, though. This was a big problem during Operation Overlord 101st. Airborne got dropped all over the place. Some of these guys were isolated and alone since uh, Jumpin' Joe was the first one out. He completely got lost, had just a map and a compass. And uh, instead of going north trying to link up with somebody, he wagers he, he's probably going to run into some Germans and not know what to do about it. So he says... If I think I am where I if I am where I think I am, there should be a power station down south. So I'm going to go hit up this power station. His uh, specialty was demolition. So he had TNT on him, blows up this power station. Here come a squad of Germans. He mows down seven of them, takes off. Uh, eventually, he's captured by the Germans. We've got his mugshot the Germans had, what I sent to you, DT. And uh, he looks thoroughly pissed off here. <laughs> yeah, I would be too. <laughs> I mean, just look at the difference. There he is, nice, and he's like, "God damn it!" <laughs> so uh, he gets sent off to a prison camp in East Germany, and he attempts to escape three times. Well, fourth time was a charm. He ends up getting out and decides to head as far east as he can. Gets all the way to Poland, runs into uh, a. Uh, uh, Soviet uh, tanker crew, which was uh, headed by the only uh, female Soviet uh, tanker sergeant, uh, Alexandra. Uh, what was her last name? Alexandra Simosenko. Probably butchering that, but uh, he, he hooks up with them. Uh, he hmm. only knew two words in Russian. That was American and comrade. So he comes up waving his hands, American comrade, American comrade. And uh, they take him at uh Gunpoint, you find out this guy's an American. Uh, he's, he escaped from a, a prison camp, and uh, they actually put him to work. Obviously, he's never been trained how to work with uh, tanks and everything, but anytime they run across a building they need to get rid of, he's the demolition guy, goes in, plants the explosive, wires it up, blows up anything they need blown up. And uh, eventually he gets uh, injured in a dive bombing raid on a, uh, in the Soviet tank column. And he gets put up in hospital. Eventually, uh, the Soviet field marshal 
uh, Field Marshal Zukov comes to visit him because he can't believe this story of this American who escaped from a prison camp and uh, actually went back when he was with the Soviets, liberated the same prison camp he had escaped from because he pointed him in the right direction. He's like, look, there's this prison Ramble. camp with all these allied troops Holy over shit. there. So yeah, he liberated that uh, prison camp and uh, he ends up getting injured, I think, in January of 1945. So uh, yeah, he was had a very busy uh, about six, seven months. And uh, he's laid up in hospital. Uh, the Soviets want to verify like who he is and make sure he's not, you know, making stuff up. So they're not going to send him back immediately, but eventually they get papers from the U.S. They can verify who he is with his fingerprints and everything. And uh, they send him back home. Uh, and it turned out the U.S. military had sent his death certificate to his family. They found uh, his squad dead and they assumed he was killed in combat. So uh, his family and everything uh, had a funeral service the whole nine. He gets back home, meets his high school sweetheart. And, you know, he's everybody's like super glad he's still alive. I can't believe it. And uh, they get married in the same church by the same priest who had presided over his funeral. <laughs> Damn. Wow. <laughs> over in uh, Tacoa, Georgia. So, uh, yeah, that's yeah. So he lived uh, until 2004, he died peacefully in his sleep. I think he's about, uh, would have been 81 years old or so. So, yeah, Jumpin' Joe Barrel lived a life. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody's made a fucking movie about this because it's, I mean, you could make an HBO series about this. It'd be so ridiculous. Uh, people would think it was, yeah, you were making shit up. But yeah. I was, was going to say, this, that's got to be a movie, dude. That's crazy. Crazy as the chin on that dude, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Look at that. Mm. Bet he could take a right hook from Muhammad Ali and just shrug it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot to pull up the other people. He sent me other pictures. Shit. Done a bad job because I've been looking at the, the hockey game. Yeah, there's Alexander our... Semisenko. There's the dame he ran across who was in charge of all the tanks. There's Field Marshal Zukov. That would have been the C-47 he flew in on. Cool. If man, anything, that man did that not have any quit in him. Slaps crazy ass moments. It's just a million dollar like biopic <laughs> idea after, one after another. I don't know how they didn't send him to the gulag, man. Like random <laughs> dude. I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah, the, the Soviets, had, had, you know, they appreciated his help. <laughs> That's actually kind of base that he just worked with them and then they just sent him back home. It's like, all right, man, appreciate it. <laughs> no, yeah. it always ends in the gulag. How did he get out? Like, I don't <laughs> understand this. Like... Well, after the war, like all this uh, Soviets and everybody, like the people were like all buddy buddy with the United States. You know, we send them like all the spam they could ever eat and we send them like all these <laughs> guns and stuff. What's we had saved the motherland, dude. I forget that y'all were friends. Alright. Uh, that was Slap's craziest moments in history. Uh, does not hold a candle to last week's absolute saga. And I'm glad <laughs> for that. The trilogy. Yeah. But now it's time. Brand on planet.
You can't see it, but everyone's bopping their head to it. <laughs> it's a banger. It's <laughs> the best one. Uh, all right, Animal Planet this week. Uh, Cody, did you go anywhere? Or did you get rained again? Mother Nature is the animal this week. God yeah, damn! Rain. I was supposed to be doing the Lucas Oil Late Models, which is like the the highest level of the dirt late model scene. But yeah, we got rained out. God so, damn it! Hopefully, it'll be a three night. Swing with the Mars late models this upcoming weekend down in Illinois. Keep getting Hopefully. cucked out of your money by fucking rain. This is oh, rude. I mean, it's spring in the Midwest. I mean, I it's not too surprising, sadly. Yeah, this is the stormy time of year. Yeah, Stinks. let's do something. Uh, we talk about that guy who ate shit in Hickory. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess this is the segment for that. God damn. Since we don't have any more Animal Planet videos. Is that a crazy ass moment? Can I show the footage of this? Yeah, he did didn't like die. A, a short clip. We'll, we'll keep it with I'm worried about Flo's going to slap me for it. Uh, but yeah, in the uh, it was the, the first Cars Tour Pro Late Model race. Yeah, it was the Pro Late Model, and then the second one was the Late Model stock. Um, Someone got got. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, shout out to Blake with the handles on the button. Or on the, the mic, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, oh dude, God. that guy ate shit. So, yeah, two late models come down the front stretch, get together, God. and one of them gets sent down to the inside wall, and apparently, past the end of the pit wall, there is just a jersey barrier that looks exactly like the pit wall, but isn't the pit wall and isn't attached to the ground. Yeah, they just so have this jersey the car barrier just like it, extending it. That thing is heavy and it is schmoovin'. And this photographer fine. gets launched, uh, like, head into the pavement, uh, camera into the pavement. Tough. Aside from a scrape on the, the forehead and maybe needing a couple dentist visits, that guy is otherwise fine. So that's not cheap, like, but yeah, I mean, he's not as long like, as he's got insurance, it'll be seriously fun. injured, which is good. Yeah, I mean, I was um, when I saw that, I was worried the thing was like gonna tip over on top of him, like as long, yeah, but no, he kind of he kind of flopped over the top. Like, I was worried about a leg getting caught or something. All Dude, right. that thing is, yeah, me and Coder were watching that live. Moving. I was like, oh my god, there was a guy there. Yep, those were Damn. the leaders, too. Oh, Their yeah, it's true. Those that was a battle for the lead, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, oh, there you go. Thanks. <laughs> like two or three to go. Oh, there we go. They're I think they called it again. there. If I that, that was the white flag. No, they. I think they restarted. Yeah, restart had two more red flags. I have yeah. kind of a funny one for you guys. Uh, right. Put the photo in general. I wanted to buy some food for the big fight on Saturday between uh, Garcia and Davis. And my local spot had like a 45 to an hour delayed i'm like ah, i'll just drive 10 minutes to the grocery store and make my own wings and i get to the wing section in the the big freezer and there's just a loose tons of meat Oh no! Just a loose wing. Just a loose wing. I've never seen that. I was like, "What?" Just one <laughs> single wing. Just a loose wing. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a second. Scroll up. Does it say like it's already cooked and everything, or is this a raw wing? 
I'm ready to cook. Right, yeah, right. he's a raw yeah, wing. Yeah. Oh, that's a raw wing. That's so salmonella. Up, yeah, I didn't pull up that bag. That's just how I arrived on the section. I was like, hold on. Like, <laughs> you can tell someone else pulled up that bag, saw that, and then just walked away. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't think I'll have tender bird wings today. <laughs> so, so, so that made me pop. So that was my, uh, that's my animal. <laughs> Shout out to wings. OK Foods. Loose wings. It's called OK Foods. <laughs> it's just OK. So, so what's the procedure here? Am I supposed to tell an employee like uh, we got a loose probably. wing? Like, do they pick it up with your hand? Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, no, I think just eventually. You Rusty, you pick it up with your bare hands and you save it in your pocket for later. <laughs> mm, yeah, a little wing for the road. Yeah, a little bonus wing. wing. Maybe it'll thaw out by then. You ask for a price check on it. <laughs> yeah, you heat it up. You heat it up on the vents in your like, your car. Mm. Mm, that'll smell great mm. <laughs> it's a good animal planet thanks for popping out your phone and taking a picture of the wing <laughs> it was the star of the show <laughs> that's the name of the podcast loose chicken wing yeah <laughs> loose wings you're supposed to name the podcast at the end i'm already calling it i'm calling yeah. it loose wing dude Damn. i've bought thousands of wings i've i've never seen like loose. i don't know never in my life <laughs> Have you ever? What next? Right, this game's getting exciting. Uh, all right. Uh, what the hell happens after Hold this? Uh, there's no other animal planet action. Ben, Nobody come on, you gotta, you gotta get something for us. Come on. I don't have any animalistic behavior. You guys right, will check in, in about a month once you I do have. I do have media check in. Uh, so get ready to yeah. fall asleep. Get ready to fall asleep. Anyone Ooh. watch Star Trek? Oh, no, <laughs> I'm pulling up the hockey. Star Trek is back, baby. Picard season three, it ended. Uh, okay. If you're into Star Trek Next Generation, this was pretty much a, the Next Generation movie. Like 25 years, everyone's old. They're back, baby. Don't watch season one. Don't watch season two. They're both fucking AIDS. You want to watch season three. <laughs> season three is a banger. They put a whole new person in. Uh, a new whole executive that's watched Star Trek knows what they're doing. It's a banger. I recommend if you're into next generation, it's a must watch. Get that free week of Paramount Plus. Watch it. Cancel your subscription after it. Uh, <laughs> it's been worth it. All right. And this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Paramount Plus. <laughs> yeah, make sure you unsubscribe. <laughs> Are we still doing media check-in? Oh! Got tripped right in front of the net with the puck no, on his stick. We're doing real hockey hours is what we're doing. <laughs> no, we're going to power play. That's this what we game, got. And then we, we end the podcast once the game. Yeah, we got to watch this game live. Come on, DT. Put it. Come on. Put it. It's going to be in, well, like, triple yeah. overtime. Yeah, this, is, this could take forever. That's the best well, thing so, about hockey. Let's live react and finish the show. Like together. I got a hernias, dude. I don't have to go to work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We can just stay up and I watch do. Nah, Colin's sick. Okay, but okay. I got evidence. Nah, <laughs> not, nah. Can we at least like, well, nah. okay? Do we have any other media check-in to do? We get this out of the way, and then we can like play the fan mail nah, song. And Bob then apparently has something. Well, I mean, slot. I'd rather watch hockey. <laughs> I put another. <laughs> That's the media check-in. <laughs> I've put another about two hundred hours in the GTA in the last. Week. Oh yeah, you would. <laughs> That's Animal Planet. Oh. Yeah. 
Right. The people can't see or hear the hockey game. <laughs> Good. All right. This hey, I will say this. I've been playing a shit ton of uh, Team Fortress 2. Oh. Still the greatest first person Dude. shooter ever made. Yeah, slaps up at, at like 7 a.m. ripping it. I see it on Steam. Like <laughs> Hernia slap is just more time for TF2. Didn't they uh, push out updates for it or was it just mm, small? No, they, they yeah. updated their blog, but they haven't like put any updates since. Uh, Come on. Got four years ago now. Oh, okay. What are you doing, little? I get the shit off the screen. Sometimes it doesn't fuck off. Speaking All right, let's, hockey, let's go. Just let's shoot go it. The... Well, speaking of hockey, we were gonna have an all-time night of slapdick last night. Oh, oh, oh. god damn put this, it! Put so yeah, down. yeah. We we literally had eight eight dudes on slapdick. Uh, on Slapshot Rebound, great game by the way. For the first time, I'm about in, to say, in a you long say time, real name. people don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> we call it Slapdick. Like, we have Slapdick. Is that a game of like soggy cracker? Slapshot Rebound. <laughs> it's like a free Steam game, um, and it's like a goofy little hockey. Uh, you run around with little dudes and you smack a little puck around. Uh, and we had eight dudes on it, having the best time, uh, and the servers died, and we just couldn't play the game. Yeah, it's the worst. Like first generation uh, Among Us, like sometimes you just had, could not get a game set up. We had nine dudes because Cozy just got there too, so we just had nine limp shrimps not playing the game that we were all like ready to play, and we had. Let's oh! Go! Oh, oh my oh, god! They win. Down to four. Two in win. overtime in a row. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, look at the alive team. So back. We are so back. We've never Holy been more shit. back than we are right now. Holy shit! <laughs> Oh the my Leafs god! Three one in the series. So oh if you're watching the podcast god. and you don't know what's going on, Toronto just scored in overtime five to four over Tampa Bay, and they just won. Unbelievable! To go up three one in the series. three one. Dude, and we got, we got outplayed in the previous game. We got <laughs> so outplayed. The Leafs are winning the cup. Leafs are going all the way. Stolen in overtime. Win. Yeah, we're we're picking. Oh no, they still have times so the Maple Leafs. It. We're going to Memphis. Holy mm. shit. Boys, this is gonna be right one choke incoming. Yeah, dude, they, it was four one, wasn't it? I'm it not going crazy. Yeah. It was four one. Yeah, we dude, stopped shout out your dad to letting you know, let you know. Alex like, hey, he knew. He, he knew. knew. He felt it. Holy shout, shit! Shouts like the three Leafs fans in the crowd in that one shot. <laughs> well, this is a, a lightning away game. game. Yeah. Oh, what a oh, just oh, the, the, deflect, the deflect. Oh my god. And that was definitely god, below the tasty. shoulder, so that's not gonna get reviewed. Well, it's below the crossbar, but yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah whatever it is. Oh, let's fucking go. Mm. All right, I'm happy. Mm. <laughs> All right, let's finish off this show. Dude, four-one <laughs> comeback. That's that's sick. <laughs> We're alive. I can't believe it. That's two in a row. We've just stolen. Hell yeah. All right, get fucked, oh Tampa fans. <laughs> oh, that new uh, short track game came out? Or oh, yeah, Brian, like... Okay, so Brian Blackford's been working on like a dinky little short track game. Uh, you, you, it's uh, it's kind of Circuit Superstars-like, but it's still a chase cam, and you run on cute little ovals. Uh, we tried playing it at a Hickory, um, and it plays good, um, but the the master volume slider, first of all, doesn't work, so it's really loud. Uh, and also the online is just janky. <laughs> so, yeah, so it's also if you're, an alpha mode. Like, it's, come on. It, well, he he calls it's it an beta. open beta, but it really is it's really alpha. 
Yeah, it, it's not far along. Promising. It'll be yeah, fun there's uh, no in someday. Ping uh, delay and online. So um, when I'm driving, I'm hosting. Uh, me and DT are racing. He can be back here, but he's really next to me, even though on my screen, I'm like two car lengths ahead of him. So if I just dive in under him and then go up the track when I'm this far in front of him, I just see him knock over and go into the yeah, wall. On my screen, we're side by side. On Ben's screen, he's like five car lengths in front of me, so he just turns right. And on his screen, he's fine, but on my screen, he just kills me. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> something to look, you know, look forward to in uh, in a few years. Yeah, in a couple of updates, I think it could be a fun game. It it is cool that he was you know he just had a bunch of free time and he was like okay I'm gonna make an oval racing game. Yeah. Um, Rust, have you watched any more Atlanta yet? Uh, just four episodes in. Okay. I want to like rip at least season one or two before I talk about it. Okay, okay. But episode you're in one for is some a, good ones. All I gotta say is, if episode one of a show is a banger, you're in for a treat. And it it was a it was a banger. So I I've been rewatching the show because <laughs> I was just thinking about it, which is why I was recommending it to you uh, so profusely uh, a week ago or whatever. Uh, and I've already finished season one and I'm working on season two again. Fucking great show. Uh, and I'm doing that thing where I'm going on YouTube and watching like video essays about how brilliant it is and just being like, wow, incredible. Um, but that's all I've got for you in the media check-in. I don't think I've been playing any new games. I've just been kind of cycling around, uh, back on City Skylines again. What a great game. I'm like excited to end this show so I can play that some more. Uh, with that, he's been playing it the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, playing City Skylines, watching the Leafs win, and doing the podcast at the same time. Uh, but it's time. Send in your fucking mail. Wash your fucking hands. Slap. In your fucking mail. Send them Send in. Send them in, guys. Wash your fucking hands. Slap. I don't give a fuck, man. You better send in those emails at this point. Welcome to Ben World. Ben World. Ben Ben World. One of these days, we got to do a Trimp Hours live performance where we get a band and play the fan mail song. I'm just going to sing all of them live. Indie. Oh, I do want to say. Someone can learn drums, Ben on vocal. This is episode 41 of this show. I want 42 to be the last one. On this YouTube channel, mm. it's the last one ever. Um, I mean, this is the last one ever. But, but if we would plan ahead, I would say forty-two would be the last one on this particular YouTube channel. Um, just to put it out there, so I have some reason to actually grind and finish off the master plan because it's been like ninety percent of the way for about three months now. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, if you want to send us some emails. Uh, questions, concerns, uh, comments, send it to shrimphoursprezents at gmail.com. We'll read it on the show, uh, unless it's stupid. Uh, all right, first one comes in. Uh, this this came in on Tuesday of last week, so a, a day after we record the show. From Harley Payne, titled, Oh Shit, I Hope I'm Not Late. This, late. this one's going to be stupid. <laughs> we re-record these Monday yeah, uh, send them in on Monday, guys. Yeah. Like Monday not, not Monday night, like time. Monday, like yeah. Afternoon at the latest. Um and he says, What's a word or phrase or just general pattern of speaking you've subconsciously picked up from online friends? There is a long list of like shrewisms. Oh, yeah. There's that, yeah. there's so much shrimp lore. 
when you're on discord with the same group of idiots like every night it just happens these things happen it goes around i'm going to bed most yeah. of my speech is in, most of my speech is natural at this point it's just copying what my friends say just is yeah. dude i mean yeah we, these things happen. we hang out the same hang out the same people a lot like these things happen i i have what about the uh, old lord dude what about the good old classic mm. Mm. <laughs> There's a lot of like cozyisms that I just love. He's so fucking funny. Like the we'll be seeing you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the, so the many. Mm. or the porch mode. Yeah, or the how we doings. <laughs> how we doing? Dude, I say how we doing all the time now. Like at work, <laughs> in work situations, I'll just show up to yeah. my work, my job. Like how we doing? Yeah, and I, when I was like delivering uh, to a customer one time, it was like a guy had a business. I delivered to him like almost like every day. I just walked up to him, just came out of my mouth, "How we doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and I like, looked at him, and I was just like, "I shouldn't have said that." And he was like, "Oh man, I'm doing great." And I was just like, "Okay, he's he's rolling with it. It's cool." Damn <laughs> it! I in particular, I'm a I'm a big fan of like friend group lingo and isms and like even in like middle school i'd always come up with stupid <laughs> phrases and just repeat them over and over again and oh, uh, if fucking ups we got like a group of dudes called the ups gang gang <laughs> 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 we have all this stupid lingo for like, like ups related <laughs> stuff that we talk about and yes. everyone, we'll be like in the like, warehouse before like their shift starts and everything like walking past each other we're just like gang gang <laughs> <laughs> No, it's like my two of my closest friends I've known since like literally the first year of high school, which has been 10 years now, which makes me feel old. Um, old. But like we could make probably like a 30 page dictionary on words that mean absolutely nothing to anybody else. Uh, but it just become speak. And use tongue. Mm. Uh, all right. Uh, next email. Uh, Sanak writes in. Uh, I don't know why Microsoft Deep decided war. not to send my last email, but okay. Well, using Microsoft. Um, using Microsoft Outlook. He says you're in charge of running the All Star race. Where do you put it, and what weird rules do you put in? Uh, it can be as stupid and unrealistic as possible. P.S. Hockey killed Eddie. Sad face. Nah, hockey's great. Put it on the moon. We love hockey. Yeah, NASCAR on the moon. Did we talk about that? Did we talk about how the... Who was that? What company was that? Was that Latos? Where they're just like, hey, we're going to put NASCAR parts on... Or we're going to race moon rovers, and it's a NASCAR tie-in? Oh, they were sponsoring the, read about that? the moon rover. They're going to put a sponsor on a car. But... It was just, it was just like a weird tie-in, and they put up a weird video... That had just NASCAR footage and Moon Rover footage, and it didn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, I'm sure uh, NASA's priority is to build a whole track weird. up there and start racing rovers. NASA doesn't do anything. They've outsourced everything to Elon Musk. SpaceX, yeah, sorry. Who blew up their biggest rocket. Sent concrete everywhere. Tons of concrete. Biggest firework ever. Mm. Bounced uh, off the firmament a couple times. All right, the next email comes in from We didn't Zoe even Zoe. answer that email. <laughs> yeah, we did. We said on the moon. The next email comes in from Zoe Zoe one oh one two. Uh it's who is perfect. the one that's so it's perfect. Yeah. This this by the way perfect. I don't know who this is, but this was the person who said their family member died in a hernia surgery, so shout out. Oh. Uh, um yeah. and they say, What's up, shrimps? I was wondering what's your opinion on heavy metal music? 
P.S. Do you guys remember Strongbed? Sent from my Verizon Samsung Galaxy oh smartphone. Oh my god, Strongbed's emails. Jesus. Just talking about like things that have permanently damaged my lexicon. I don't know what that <laughs> is. Star Runner fucked me up so bad in the early 2000s. <laughs> If you if you ever listen to Homestar Runner Strong Bad emails, like God, there's so many good things from that. All right. Look, metal. if you want to listen to the extreme side of metal, the intro of the slaps crazy moments, Phantomas. Yeah, listen to Phantomas. It's out there. Yeah, metal's like seven. I got like a whole like section of heavy metal right here. If you want to get me, mm. let me get some of my favorites real quick. Mm. This makes me feel young because I do not care for it. <laughs> Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Pantera, New Stuff, Animals as Leaders, Veil of Maya, After the Burial. Uh, yeah. I like metal. I listen to a lot of happy music and I listen to a lot of sad music. I don't listen to very much angry music. <laughs> I know angry, that's not the extent fast. of metal. I know. But <laughs> Slap's digging through the collection. All right, All right what do you got, Slap? I just gotta put the headphones in. You buds. <laughs> what do we got? Hey, y'all just waiting on me. Y'all didn't like carry on the conversation or anything. We I did. I was listening to my favorite band until we'll you came back. Cross examination. These are like some stupid fucking kids back in like 2008 that made a fucking crossover thrash metal band, and they fucking rip, dude. They don't give a fuck. And then they they made like two albums. They disbanded, and nobody ever heard from them again. That's the greatest shit ever. And everything is like weed related to. Based. Uh, my favorite song is Necroponics. It's about this guy who uh, is a janitor working on like some military base. And he sees like they're growing weed off of dead bodies. And so he like grabs up all the bud he can. He just smokes a massive fucking fat blunt. And mm -hmm. then he like turns into a zombie. <laughs> And, so the, and then the band's like rolling down the street and then they run over over the janitor and they're like dude he's got all this like weed growing off of him let's like fucking smoke this like nah dude we need to fucking test this first <laughs> and then their friend turns into a zombie and they kill him with nunchucks it's fucking great ne necro <laughs> necroponics you said necroponics there's night of the living sled <laughs> raid your fridge menace to sobriety uh, maximum Overchill, The Wimp Chipper, <laughs> great right. shit. I, I, I certainly can't. Uh, I certainly can't top what Slap just said. But I need to give a really quick shout out. All the bands I listed before, everyone knows of those are mainstream. Uh, a little mini local band that grew up in Milwaukee and existed for like seven years that disbanded like ten years ago. Sleep Serapis Sleep. I saw them like five times in person. They put out three albums. The last one, Pariah's Vow, was a banger it's that's just all i can say if anyone's a true metalhead just go out there give it a give it an opus an open uh mind just give it a listen it's a banger. oh out in pensacola florida they don't just have five flag speedway they have the greatest death metal band ever atheist <laughs> hey, dude that that this fucking band this fucking band invented progressive technical death metal with a little bit of jazz fusion in there they'll just do like latin drum arrangements in the middle of like mm. fucking like just absolutely shredding you know and they have like the greatest fucking guitar solo i've ever heard they've got like two lead guitarists this guy playing this fucking 12 string bass or whatever it's fucking crazy it's nutty and it, it i mean it, it 
these guys just invented this out of like whole cloth, like 1989, put out three albums, disbanded in 1994. And then like everybody slept on them. And then after that, like everybody's doing progressive death metal after that. Like it's crazy. I've noticed that there's a big crossover in people that like metal that also enjoy jazz. There's like something about the technical aspect of jazz that just hits that just hits with the metal heads. And right. Rush. Lots of metal heads. Also the latest uh, Mr. Bungle album. Uh, <laughs> it's a pretty banger. Oh, Goodbye Sober Day is a fucking banger. Can we get a metal segment on the show? <laughs> yeah, just put all the old dudes in a corner. Y'all go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, if you want to... Damn. If you want to send us questions about uh, Indian alternative <laughs> music, uh, send it to shrimpbrowserpresents at gmail.com. And I'll answer. Also, also, go listen to Judas Priest's Sad Wings of Destiny, the greatest metal album ever made. All right. Judas uh, Priest's Painkiller, one of the greatest songs ever. Our mm. good friend from Down Under, Andrew R., has written back, uh, and he says, uh, Arvo all y'all. Uh, in episode 40, Keen asked, what's the best rivalry in any sport you've ever seen? Uh, and he says the most intense rivalry in any sport I've ever seen was Rangers versus uh, Celtic at Ibrox Stadium. I think that's soccer. <laughs> uh, that was the, that match was the only game I've ever been to where we needed a police escort to get to and from the ground. Uh, and they cordoned off streets from the subway station to the grounds to make sure the two sets of fans literally didn't kill each other. <laughs> Uh, it was also the site... Oh, we read about this. It was also the site of a 1971 stadium disaster when 66 people died in a crowd crush. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> did we talk about that on this show? Am I going crazy? Oh, we talked did about we not, 10 cent beer night. Uh, I guess so. I guess we've not talked about it. I just remember reading about this... Uh, yeah, this like 70s soccer stadium crowd crush where a bunch Dude, of people that happens a forced lot. themselves it's, into an it's exit and died. scary. Like at soccer games, people just... And mass droves just flood into the stadium faster than people can contain them. They all get to the front, and the people behind, like in the back of the crowd, don't realize that the people in front are like wedged up against the fence. So they just keep on moving forward. And yeah, it's, it's, that happens so frequently. It's fucked up. Rangers versus Celtic has religious and sectarian undertones, as well as allusions to the troubles in Irish nationalism. I was about to say, is that like a Northern Ireland thing? Uh, where did the Celtic play? I know that the Rangers are Queens Park. My favorite rivalry is uh, the Brazilian soccer national team and uh, choking in the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> but apparently, this has like, there's like deep rooted, like, Beef. there's been a lot of issues between these two groups of people. And uh, when those soccer teams come together, it's a big deal. I, I briefly thought about putting the troubles in on. Uh, slaps craziest moments in history, but that was like a this, thirty year fiasco. It's a lot I was to cover. Say, oh, man. It's like a ten parter. <laughs> Football, basketball, baseball fans, they'll get in like drunken scuffles. Soccer fans, they will like riot and like burn down half the city. Yeah. It is Yeah, didn't the troubles go on for like thirty years from like the late sixties until like nineteen ninety seven? Something like that. Try to kill Margaret Thatcher like three different times. <laughs> Which I gotta say Based. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Ireland. Uh, all right, Mr. Ass writes in um, with the subject line shopping cart doofuses. Uh, my yeah. grocery store is right next to a Goodwill, and there's always like four Goodwill carts in the in the grocery store corral. Um, we don't have to take care of those, so I don't really care that much. Um, my big thing is those stupid tiny ass carts for little kids. 
And the race car carts, they're always oh, a pain yeah. in the ass oh, to put yeah. away. The race car carts are so cool, but they're a pain in they the are ass. So as, cool. a, as a former cart pusher myself, I can attest those are a pain in the ass to retrieve back to the store. But dude, the Lowe's one had little 48s when I was a kid, and it was my favorite. And the, the mm. Home Depot ones had little 20s. Yes. Oh. Yeah, those are that, that's actually cool. And like, I, I wish they had that when I was a kid, man, because my dad used to go to Lowe's and do like home improvement all the time, and they didn't have any Mike Skinner stuff. I was pissed. You <laughs> don't get a lot of NASCAR stuff up here because uh, we're not weird. Like, it, it was really rare to see, like, NASCAR stuff in a store, and they had Jimmy Johnson shopping carts. That made me happy. Um, all right. Shlomo uh, sent in. This is our last email of the day. Uh, he oh, says, yo, how we doing? It's Shlomo. Uh, the day after I watched the episode when y'all were talking about nosebleeds, I woke up with a huge nosebleed, so thanks oh, for that. We put that in, in energy out there. We got it. God, damn it. <laughs> Uh, anyways, for my question, uh, which driver in any form of racing do you think is the most disrespected for no reason and deserves so much more credit? Mine would be Juan Pablo Montoya or Alex Albon. Uh, also, follow up, <laughs> who's your favorite train in Thomas the Tank Engine? Mine is Toby, easily. Oh my God. I'm a Spencer God. guy. Thomas. Uh, Thomas. And breaking news, not washing your hands gives you a hernia, so wash your damn hands. <laughs> uh, I mean, there might be correlation there. I mean, I'll be honest. Um, but yeah, who, who deserves more respect as a driver? Montoya's good. I would say Marcus Ambrose as well. He was in a shit car for most of his career. God, if he didn't shut the engine off at Sonoma that one time. Yeah. Hey, uh, what was that? 202 mile an hour lap around Michigan? Yeah. Hey, winner? Yeah. Out of nowhere. God, that's nuts. He's a he's a good uh broadcast dude too. Whenever he does that stuff, I, I would say Reed Sorensen in honor of podcast number forty one. Really? You think Reed yep. Sorensen was? Underrated? I think he could have. What was it? Two thousand nine, two thousand ten. He was driving for uh, was it Braun or that number thirty two in the Xfinity series? That was Braun. Yeah, he he was like in like the thick of a championship hunt had already won some races and then they yoinked him out of that ride over some personal beef he had with the owner damn and yeah i mean he was he was third in points but i mean he was within striking distance and this was they still had like 12 14 races to go or some shit mm -hmm. and just and i learned yoinked him out of the fucking car and i'm just like hmm. I yeah my my buddy uh nick up in uh new york he was a huge reed Sorensen fan I didn't realize those existed. Oh, yeah, but he, yeah, but he had been watching Reed Sorensen since uh, he was racing in like Legends cars around uh, Charlotte because he lived in Charlotte right, for cool. a brief period of time. We'd go to like the Summer Shootout series and watch Reed Sorensen win all the time. So he was a big fan. And uh, didn't he win pole at uh, Indy? Because uh, you know it was like a big thing for Ganassi. Like there, those Ganassi cars were always good at Indy and qualifying and the race too. But uh, yeah, I, th I think he's a lot better than what a lot of people give him credit for. That sounds like a good slap video about Reed yeah. Sorensen getting pulled out of his car when he's going to win Liars, champion. thieves, and lawyers part four. Credit no, I, I, I feel like that could even be its own video. Yeah. Do you not read as his middle I, name? I, I, I heard, from somebody, no, I heard from somebody. I heard from somebody, but it was unconfirmed that he was fucking the owner's daughter and he didn't <laughs> like that. Trouble. Allegedly. That's tough. All right, maybe you should make that video. I do want to uh, add one more driver. Uh, Kevin Conway, he had a really good uh, rookie season. I just think he could have, if he kept that extends sponsorship, he could have made it all the way. 
<laughs> just extended the extends. Mm-hmm. Could have enhanced his uh, mm-hmm. career a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That rookie so, season, man. Rookie of the year. This is actually worse I... than I thought. There were six races to go in the 2011 championship. Yeah. And he got pulled out of Turner. And he got in the, the McDonald Motorsports number 82, which I've never heard of. Finished 26th, 32nd, 16th, 35th, and 25th in the last five races. Damn. Still finished fifth in the championship. Wow. Um, so yeah, five races to go. They kicked his ass out of that car. That's tough. Disrespecting Reed Sorensen. I can't think of uh, any answers like on the mainstream level as far as like NASCAR, but the dirt folks might appreciate this answer. Bobby Pierce. For like the three years I've been in the dirt scene, like every time I show up to a track, that dude is just ripping it. But he's developed a bit of a reputation where he gets into scuffles with drivers. He has the uh, opinion in the amongst the fan base that of, uh, say, like Kyle Busch, like circa 2008, 2009, where he just shows up just, and, and the number 32 Bobby Pierce, boo, just constant boos. And he just gets up there and just rips the top and is is one of the most talented drivers that I've seen in a dirt late model. All right. Bobby Pierce, shout out. Shout out. Okay. He raced got... Eldora in the trucks a lot of a uh, few times. He did. Yeah, he was I didn't even realize it till like long afterwards. But yeah, he was one of like the the dirt ringers that tried his yeah. hand at one of the truck rides at the Eldora race for a couple of years I, or so. I, I like I I'm probably wrong about this. Didn't he like rub fenders with Norm Bending on that one? In that heat race, he probably rubbed fenders with someone. I can guarantee you that. Well, yeah. he was gonna win the damn thing. Had a couple issues, but uh, that was the one where he went into the inside wall, and Kenny Wallace was like, "Push him! Come on, push him!" Oh yeah, that was a '63 <laughs> truck, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. That red one, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, that was fan mail. Uh, it is now time for the rarely seen crazy ass videos segment. A treat to those of mm-hmm. you who have, for some reason, oh, made it this far the, into uh, the, the show. Uh, excavator one. First. Yeah. So, let me make sure I can set these up to where y'all can see them. By the um, way, I posted these like four weeks ago, and we've just forgotten to get to them like every Yeah, podcast. we've also had like two hour long podcasts. That's fair. That's fair. I didn't, I didn't fault you at all for the past podcasts with how long it was. Yeah. Dude, uh, this so this one, like... I've seen this one. This is an excavator demolishing a bridge. This looks like it's out of a movie. Ugh. And it's like on the bridge... With the jackhammer attachment and the bridge falls. Oh, oh no! But they have was the excavator it? held on by a crane, like a chain. How? Oh my yeah. God. Was that the by design or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an OSHA violation because they knew that it was going to collapse. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's yeah. That's. I hope there's. It's questions. a robotic controlled as opposed to. It looks, it looks like it is. There's no cab there. I don't see yeah. a cage. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's a human. Dude, they got sitting commissioned that, for this and went insane. the cheapest route. Like <laughs> the way it pops once it goes. Oh, oh. yeah, because the bridge like cantilevers up a little bit and like pops the excavator up. Yeah, that must there. have been like a load bearing part right there, and they knew if they just hit that, the whole thing would go down. Dad. That's pretty I was about gnarly. to say, if that's not robotic, you could not pay me enough to take that job. No. <laughs> yeah, no way. <laughs> Uh, all right, next video is, uh, By the way, is titled, What's the Expected this, Tip for That? This last video will come full circle, and I'll explain why afterwards. It's fucking hilarious and completely irrelevant to the podcast, but also relevant to today's news. Oh! Oh, shit! 
So this guy's like delivering a, a pizza and there's a yeah. That's a high speed chase. Doesn't look high speed to me. Listen. Oh, it was when the DoorDash guy goes back out there. Oh my god. Did you hear what he said? Oh go back. Go back. God damn it. Listen to what he said. <laughs> oh, he says you better not hit my fucking, fucking car, car, dude. dude. He's just trying to deliver a pizza. Alright, so dude like... gets out, he's running, watch. Oh, he trips the dude. <laughs> he tripped the fucking dude. Pizza's in hand, what a legend. He guts up and trips the dude as he's evading the police and he gets... And the only thing he's worried about is his car, he didn't give a fuck about the law. Dude, he, he, he still holds on to those pizzas. That's he sick. delivered some kick-ass. So funny thing about this pizza, dude. Apparently, this guy got interviewed by Tucker Carlson. Uh-oh. And that was oh. the last ever Tucker Carlson bit ever before he got canned by Fox. Oh, my God. <laughs> the pizza him trip and, guy? Him and Don Lemon just randomly getting fired by the... 24 hours of lemons. Today. Okay, question. Am I allowed to play this last video that has been sent to me? I haven't seen it, but I'm going to guess situation? not. Just based on the title and the thumbnail, I'm going to guess not. I'm just going to show the uh, thumbnail. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it says 29 million views on Twitter, and it says oh jerk Jesus. off karaoke is insane. And it's a dude singing karaoke while there's a woman with her hand... Uh, down on his, his business. Talking down dirty under. in his ear. Her hand is down under. And I'm assuming he's trying his best to sing while uh, <laughs> stuff's going on. Uh, I don't know. So look up for that if you want. Uh, who sent that? Who <laughs> Those are animals. That? Probably uh, Slap. Well, no, 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 hold on. <laughs> one of you. Hold on. Hear me, hear me out, guys. Hear me out. There's, there's deeper lore to this, and I don't know. I don't, yeah, we probably should go any deeper. Is there? Rusty, explain. All right. No, this is about you, not me. Hit the button. Is that what he calls it? Uh, what, hey, what do I we call it? If it was a Japanese muscle mommy. Loose wing. Loose wing. Loose wing. It was not plural, it was only one wing. And loose wind. Shout out. Uh, oh yeah. We're going all the way off one wind. Alright. Everyone say bye. We are so back. This was a questionable production on this show, I'll be honest. Nah. Hey, the Leafs, the Leafs were, were doing good. They're driving good, man. Mm. From down 4-1.